It is more important now than ever for families to instill the values they want into their children and equip them to make better choices in life. Timeless Truths will inspire you to do just that. Thank you to my friend Daryl Rolark, the recording artist, composer, and producer of this music called Beautiful Soul. Good day, everyone. Welcome to Timeless Truths, and I am your host, Dr. Christine Van Horn. Today, we are going to talk about being the example in the lives of your children. This is a follow-on to really being a, a mentor or a life coach, but another thing is to lead them by example. I mentioned it some when we talked about mentoring and being a life coach, that you need to do the things that you are you know, asking your children to do, but you need to lead them by example. It's very important and it's a little bit different. So I want to talk to you about some points regarding being an example in the lives of your children. And this is a quote that I often use. You need to hold yourself to the same standards you ask of your children. Yeah, this this can be a hard one. You know, you can be asking your children to go clean their room and your room isn't clean. And that's not a good thing. You need to hold yourself to the same standards you ask of your children. And I did this in the, the work world. Uh, I worked for over 50 years full time. And anytime when I was in a supervisory role or a role where I was leading people, I would never ask them to do something that I wasn't willing to do myself. So there were times when uh, we would go out and, and do some activities, and when we'd come back, I wouldn't let my team just be the ones who unloaded the vehicles and put all the equipment away and stuff. I did it with them because I wasn't going to ask them to do something that I wasn't willing to do myself. So it, it's just how I operated. It was my standard. And so I wanted to be that example. And in a way of, you know, looking at it for your family, just hold yourself to the same standards you ask of them. Don't ask them to do something that you're not willing to do. It's just a, a, simple, a simple kind of rule, I guess, uh, for you to kind of follow. And why it's so important is children are imitators. This is a quote that I wanted to read to you. This is from Judge Judy, and she was known for her television courtroom cases and drama. And uh, so this is something that she said, and I, I think it really fits right here. She said, you don't teach morals and ethics and empathy and kindness in schools. You teach that at home and the children learn by example. So she's talking about different character traits. We can't rely on the schools to teach them, but that needs to be at home. But the important part here is the children learn by example. So whether we're talking about character traits like she is here or any other activity, your children will learn by example. Imitate what you do. They watch what you watch. They do what you do. They say what you say. And it's something I've been aware of. If you're ever out in public and you hear a child saying something they shouldn't be saying or using words they shouldn't use or swearing, it's 
because they heard it from an adult, probably at home. They've heard it from somewhere. They didn't come up with that on their own. They are imitating what they've heard or imitating what they've seen. So you know, now just kind of take a look at what you're doing or saying and look through it with a different lens, the lens of what are they seeing me doing? What are they hearing me say? It, you might need to make some changes in your life. And, and this can apply at work as well. If you are in any uh, supervisory situation, your employees are going to watch what you do. If you ask them to do something, you have to be willing to have done it yourself. You might not physically do that with them at that time, but they need to know you are willing to jump in and do those kind of things with them. And, you know, as we talk about family life, children will imitate all of that. So really, be really careful what you say. Even if you think your children are not hearing you, they might be. And they might say some things that you wouldn't want others to know or know that you said at home. So, and also another thing is be really careful of saying things kind of in jest. Children hear the words because they're really, they're too young to understand you really meant the opposite of what you said. You know, you might say something and kind of laugh and smile to to your husband or wife, but they're just going to hear the words and then they're going to believe what you said. So really, it's, it's a call to action to be careful with the things that you say. And, you know, once you, they hear whatever word you say, they are going to believe them. And that's why so many children, when they hear things that their parents say about them in a negative way, it makes them assume it's real. And then they have a negative reaction to themselves. Be really careful in all those things. And you want them to follow only in the good things that you do in life. And when did children start imitating you? When they're young. What have they imitated in you already? Have you ever noticed, oh, they're doing something like I do? Why? Because they watched you do it and they imitate you. So it's not too late no matter what age your kids are, to you know, start looking at the actions you take and the words that you say to guide them on a better path forward. And just you know, make a conscious effort to do something that you want them to imitate you doing. Do something the right way and, and, and just, just you know, re- really expect that they're watching and they'll do what you do. They, they follow more than you might even realize. So really be careful in, in those things that you, you do and, you know, walk the walk and talk the talk, you know, that you're wanting them to follow the, the phrase children are like sponges. Yeah, they really are. They really are. They will absorb all of those things from you and they're going to follow it. They really will. I want to turn to the subject of influence. It's one thing for you to take action and your children follow you or your employees at work follow you. As an example, you can apply this all to a work environment as an adult as well. But the power of influence, what does it really mean? It's the power to direct the thinking and behavior of someone else, whether it's your child or someone who works for you. So it's one thing to take an action and have them follow and another to ensure 
that they continue following that, to influence them in such a way to direct their thinking or behavior to doing the right things. So, you know, we have the power to influence our children for good or bad, but we want it to be positive. And, you know, being a person of influence is more than just being the example. You want them to learn to do it for the right reasons and continue to do it for the right reasons. And, you know, you're a successful person of influence if you have people who follow you. So if your children on their own follow you in doing some of the right things, you're a person of influence. You can ensure your children follow you in positive things that you do. You can become such a powerful force in their lives by leading them by example, but influencing them enough so that they exhibit those good behaviors all on their own because they learn it's the right thing to do. So how do you know if you've been a positive influence on your children? The answer is when you just see them do this stuff naturally. So don't underestimate yourself. Take a look at the wonderful things that you've already shown them that they are now doing already. You know, you might be teaching your children to set the table or lay out their clothes for school the day before. And if they're doing that on their own, you've influenced them that it's the right thing to do. And and just look at some of those things that they've done. Don't underestimate the fact that you have been an influencer in the lives of your children because you can just look at it, you know, and see, you know, what good things have I influenced in their lives. And I encourage you to go to your journal, write those down and reflect on the things that you have already influenced them to do. You are a good influencer in some things and write those down and encourage yourself I can do this. I've done this already. So I can do more and I can do better. And you can turn their lives around for their children. You you know, your life can be influenced by all these positive things. And you want them to be influenced by the positive and not the negative. And out in the world, there's a lot of negative things that can try to influence them to do the wrong things. But it's important that you become the more dominant influencer to do the right thing. And so it's just something you need to keep working at. You you can't, they can't view it as you're forcing them to do something. It has to be that they learn this is the right thing to do by your influence. So how can we really be a person of influence? There's a book called Becoming a Person of Influence by author John C. Maxwell, and if you want to, you know, learn a little bit more about being an influencer, I really want to encourage you to, to read this book. Very, very good book. I'm going to explain a little bit of what's in here and apply it to what we're talking about, because he's talking about being a person of influence, you know, as an adult in, in this world. But I want to take it to a level that we're talking about. And how can you be an influencer of your children? So the way his book is outlined is is he does it as an acrostic. So what it means is you take the first letter of a word and it becomes the letter for a statement. So what he did is the word influencer, each letter in the word influencer is the first letter in a phrase that are the titles to his chapters. So let me just read through them. 
So there's 10 of them. Integrity with people is the I. The N is nurtures other people. The F is faith in people. L is listens to people. E is enlarges people. N navigates for other people. C connects with people. E empowers people. And R reproduces other influencers. And that's the end goal. You want your children to influence people in positive ways. So he goes into each of the chapters like this in his book. But what I'm going to do is take these and and let's look at them from the lens of what we're talking about, and that's influencing your children. So what I'm about to discuss is not in his book. It's my interpretation of how we can apply those same statements to the discussion we're having and how to be an influencer in your family. So the I is integrity with people. We need to be persons of integrity and your children need to see that in you. They need to follow you and you will influence them in the right direction by them watching you. Be a person of integrity. If you see something, you know, on the street and it doesn't belong to you, you don't pick it up and you take it because it's there and nobody claimed it. No, you either leave it there or bring it. If you saw it outside a store, bring it into the store and and give it to the person at the desk. It's not yours. That's integrity. And that's what your children are going to watch. So you need to show them how to be a person of integrity. And it also means, you know, being honest and honorable and doing the things that they say they will do. And they will do that when, if they know you say you're going to help someone and then you go help someone, do it by that example. That's being a person who shows by example. They can see what you're doing. They may not think the words, this is a person of integrity in my mom, but what they're going to know is that you're honest and you're honorable and that's integrity. And that's what it's about. The end in his book, is Nurtures Other People. Looking at it from our framework, children will know if you nurture others because they'll feel it themselves. Are you a nurturing person? Are you sympathetic? Do you want to hear things from other people? Are you caring? Do you help other people out when they they need it? You know, you might have an elderly neighbor who has trouble putting her garbage cans outside. Do you go do it for her? That's nurturing somebody else because you're helping them. Or if someone is having trouble, do you comfort them or bring them a meal? Or, you know, they're going to see, your children will watch how you act to other people. And then you want them to follow that example. And you want to influence them to follow you to do the same thing. And also within your home, pay attention to how you take care of your pets. And that's nurturing nurturing your pets. Do you care for them or do you just kind of toss them to the side? Pets have been entrusted to our care and you need to teach your children how to nurture them, how to take care of them. And they will do that when they see you doing it. The F is faith in people. Faith in people is believing in them. People don't think you believe in them. They're not going to follow you. They're not going to be influenced by you. But Ensure your children that you believe in them. 
And when they do something good in school, give them that cheering on and, and let them know how wonderful it is that they've done that. You know, that's something that they're going to understand. When they see that you have faith in people, they will do the same. It's really such a key to our growth as a human being. It's not a world centered around you. It's what you can do for other people that is so important. And they will see that. The L is listens to people. If you listen to your children, you probably listen to others as well. Listening is a special skill. It's not just hearing the words. It's letting them resonate with inside of you so you understand. Listening is, is something that goes beyond hearing. You can listen to your children and then they know that what they've said means something to you. I had to really develop my listening skills. I just wanted to be a talker all the time when I was a kid. This was something I had to consciously develop in my life. But you can still be a talker, but you need to make sure listening is the priority. And your children need that. Family members and friends, they need that too. It's a real skill to learn to listen to people. The you is understands people. You know, it's more than listening. It's taking what someone has said, internalizing it yourself, and seeing it from their point of view. That's a skill. You have to like see beyond the words and understand what the feelings are and the why behind what they're saying. That's understanding people. You can hear someone, you listen, you understand, and see it from their perspective. That's understands people. And your children need to feel that from you, and you need to learn to cultivate that skill within them as well. My parents had a lot to do with me because I just wanted to talk all the time. And they had to really cultivate my ability to become someone who understands people. You know, you can't influence anyone, especially your children, if they feel you don't understand them. Very critical. The E is enlarges people. And that's making other people's lives better. You know, in order to influence your children, they need to know that you have their best interest at stake and what you do wants to enhance their lives. If they view it just as no benefit, uh, they're not going to follow you. They're not going to make these changes, but you really need to ensure that it makes their lives better. N is navigates for other people. And that is, you know, leading the way, showing the way, navigating the pathway for them. This is your leadership skills and abilities. They will be influenced by you if they see you as someone who can navigate the pathway for them to follow. You know, and just teaching them simple things like school and showing their their friends the ropes. This is what we do in school. And this is how you get on the bus. And this is where you should sit, but not in a a pushy way, but just helping them see the bigger picture and know what to do and put their, their fears at ease. That's navigating for other people. C is connects with people. For some people, being a people person comes naturally. My husband was like that. And, and he was a people person. He could just connect with anybody. For others, it took, you know, and takes a conscious effort to be able to do something like that. But connecting with people is really important. 
your children will see how you connect with them and how you connect with others. It's something that you might need to work at to be able to connect with people at a more personal level. But, you know, maybe about listening, you know, really understanding what people are saying, but doing specific things so that you connect, connect with people is important. And it's really worth the effort and will help you become an influencer. The E is empowers people. Empowering people takes relationships to another level. If you are a supervisor at work and you coach your employee to do something and teach them a new skill and you cheer them on and you give them more responsibility and you tell them how good they're doing and you coach them through that stuff, you're empowering them to make improvements in their lives, learn more things, gain more skills. And you do that with your children as well. It can be something simple like, you know, making their bed and you praise them and you praise them. And then one day they actually put their clothes away. Wow. You tell them this is really good. Encourage them to do that. They can do this. It gives them empowerment. They learn they can do more things. They can do things that they set their mind to. And little by little, you can work through these things with your children. And R is reproduces other influencers. You know what? That's the goal. You want to turn your children into influencers themselves in the right way. And that's a mentor. You know what? That's really a mentor. That's a life coach. You're producing other influencers. But it can't be done where they learn to boss somebody around to do something. They just need to display the right characteristics, the right things to do so that others will want to follow them. So I've got something for you to do after this podcast. It's a call to action for you. And I've got two exercises for you to do. So I want you to observe your life and that of your children. So it's kind of like taking a self-assessment make some notes of the things that that you learn. So the first thing is to observe your child or children for a couple of days and see what they do like you. It could be good or, or it might not be, but write down your observations and then you can think back when they have, may have started following that behavior. For the good behaviors, you can know that you influence them in the right direction. And if it were things that were not as good, it gives you a path to make changes and learn to influence them in the right way to do things so that it leads to good behavior. So let me repeat this. As to observe, you know, your child or your children for a couple of days, write down your observations and think back when they have started doing things like you. That's being an influencer. Good behaviors, you know, you've influenced them in the right direction. And if it's things that are not as good, it now is a pathway where you can become an influencer to turn those things around so that you can influence them in the right direction. Secondly, think about things you do that your parents did for the good or not, and write down those observations too. And then think when did that start? When did I start doing those things or saying those words? Realize the influence or impact that had upon you. And it's up to you if you want to make any changes in your own life to change any of that around. But you will learn how much you were influenced by your parents. 
And then it gives you a kind of a foundation to realize, oh, you know, my parents had an impact on me. They influenced me. I can influence my children as well. And uh, so do those two things this week. So I want to close with a couple quotes. First one is mine, and I have said it a few times already in this podcast, but it applies now. Good character means doing the right thing at all times, even when no one is watching. And you will become that example. You will become that influencer when your children do the right things you have showed them to do whenever it is, even if you're not there, even if nobody is watching. That's when you know you have been a good example. And this is from a quote from Albert Schweitzer, who was a German theologian and philosopher. And I'm going to read this. Example is not the main thing in influencing others. It's the only thing. That is a strong statement. He's saying that being that example is what's going to influence others the most. It's what you do. It's not what you say. It's what you do. So lead by example. I want to encourage you so much to lead by example. Do those right things and your children will follow. They will be influenced by you in the right direction. So I want to encourage you to really do those couple of steps I left with you to, you know, to take a look in your lives and write down those observations and, and kind of think on those things this week. And what kind of an example were you? What kind of example were your parents? How did they influence in you? And how do you influence your children? Write those things down and think on them. And for now, this is Dr. Christine Van Horn and Timeless Truths, and I'm signing out until next week. I'll be with you then. Bye-bye. Thank you for tuning in to the Timeless Truths podcast with me, Dr. Christine Van Horn. I hope that you have been inspired and have found this discussion helpful in guiding your family. Please check out my website at drchris.co for additional resources or contact me at chris at drchris.co. See you next week.